Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey guys, welcome back to Baby Name Envy, the podcast that solves the nation's baby name dilemmas because there's nothing so hard as choosing a name we're going to love literally for the rest of your life. And don't we know it, Naomi? Don't we know it? <laughs> so I'm here with my sister, who is my co-host. Um, today we're going to be chatting to our first ever guest and we're also answering a bumper load of your dilemmas. I've put so much thought into them now. Yeah, you have. They're brilliant. <laughs> Honestly, it's a really good episode. I'm really excited about it. How did you find picking the name did you have a feeling is what we're kind of talking about today did you have a kind of uh, almost a sensorial kind of reaction or premonition yeah and like we've talked about before when the name suddenly lands when is your eureka mm. moment and do you ever yeah. get that eureka moment or yeah. do you only get it when you're holding the baby because um, you've done a consultation this week for someone haven't you oh, yes. and she's still hasn't named the baby and is calling the baby a different, different name, name each day. Yeah, so she's just so waiting for that fun. moment. Yeah, so she basically, ba- baby's three days old. Amazing. So got to meet the baby yesterday. Basically, we've got about four or five names and every day she's trying a different one. So she's done Eliana... Elena and I think today she's doing Celeste brilliant so yeah she's so lovely so she won the giveaway for rating and reviewing the podcast yes. um, and baby's already here so it's loads of fun and I think that's a bit of a pressure people are like I want to fall in love I don't want just a name that is kind of like you want that lightning bolt moment don't you yeah you really do and I'm not sure we ever really get it but they do start to embody a name like we've talked about before well I have the weird scenario and it's more to do with the gender that I Never knew what baby I was having, like a girl or a boy. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have called it. Even with the second one, when it was another girl, I just didn't know. I was completely, had no idea. Anyway, my husband, who is not at all this way inclined, for example, we do not talk about our dreams. We 
don't think we're psychic or particularly think alike. <laughs> um, but he said to me... Do you me, know? I can just see you. No. Like, what did you dream about last night? <laughs> no, we're really not that in depth. I don't, know, I don't know if people do do that. Let us know if you do. But he actually said to me, um, he'd had a dream and he knew that we were having two girls and no. one would be blonde and one would be dark. And he'd seen them sat at the table crafting with his mum. Well, at the time, I just thought, <laughs> what a load of baloney. In a dream In or a like dream. a vision. Totally had a dream and had dreamt them. And he kept saying, oh. and he was so adamant on it that when we were even going, you know, to have scans, one yeah. of the millions of extra scans that I would have oh, paid yeah. for, 4D, 3D, who knows what D. I was in Got that. the keyring. I was Got the teddy with the heartbeat in it. <laughs> it kept me going, I tell you, seeing that lovely baby. And he used to say, yeah, well, I know it's these two girls. And it really threw me to the point that when we were coming up with names, mm. my eldest is called Summer and was born in the summertime. And he had and I and he had said to me this blonde and dark girl and I thought oh it's going to be so cool because she's going to have long dark hair and then the irony yeah. of her being summer and I thought that was added to the coolness for me yeah lo and behold she's the eldest she's blonde and then I do have a daughter who's dark and smaller and that's what he said to me that the youngest that one is, is smaller so strange so weird so I have had my light bulb moments where I can remember the exact moment I heard each of my children's names before I had them. No. So I remember exact, exact moments. You've got such a good memory. Tell us that. I know, I was going to say your memory is shocking. Yeah, my memory is terrible. So, well, the first one's not so because it was, well, the first name I ever heard was Finn, which is my second son's name. So I was at work. I remember the exact room I was in, sat in the office. This guy said to me, talking about his kids for some reason, I didn't even, wasn't even pregnant. And he was at my son's called Finn. And I was like, oh my God, I absolutely love that name. And I just, I thought it sort of banked, you know, like um, yeah. it rolled in. I was like, yes, love it. But then I was speaking to Henrik. We didn't talk about baby names. Can you imagine that? Before I got I married now. to Henrik. I no. can't imagine that. I remember exactly where we were. We were in a restaurant, West Coast of Sweden, having a pizza <laughs> on our honeymoon, our second bit of our honeymoon, which was in Sweden. And I said, what names do you like? And he was like, Frederick and Josephine. And obviously wow. you remember that type of conversation. So it's not as weird, but I was a bit gutted because I thought, oh, I don't think I like either. Mm. And then with Evelina, I heard it first in Sweden. It was, they were like, this is Kala's new girlfriend, Evelina. Straight away, I was like, got it. It was just, that's in. it. That was my name. You had your and moment. I, just sat and so I remember it really, really clearly. I think you're really lucky to have had that. I think yeah. that I think that people are striving for that, and I think that we're, what we're hearing feedback from the podcast is that people are listening, thinking, "I need to I'm hear find my the name, one. and I've I'm got there to, to hear help. it." That's maybe why I'm so good at finding the one. I really believe in finding the one. But yeah. we are going to be having our first guest in a minute because she thinks she's somebody who watches my channel and thinks that maybe I have the same condition that she has, and oh. I'm pretty much like my friend's husband, decided that I've now diagnosed myself with this condition, which I can't say, but it's something like synesthesia. Mm. So we heard about this first, well, I heard about this first on TikTok. Mm. So the guy who can taste words. So for people with this condition, which I cannot say, yeah. I would put it on screen if this is YouTube, but she, she is, the person who's dining in, she has done her degree 
in this condition. So an expert. She has this condition. This is her honor, honours degree. Wow. She's the expert on this in the country. And she can see words visually wow. and they have a texture they have a color they have a pattern sometimes My and she can see music and all crazy things like this so How we're going to have a chat with her now we're going to dial her in she's going to give us a little mini quiz and see if we either of us oh i'd be very shocked i think it's like you. a superpower this i really do if only we could say the name of it <laughs> if only we knew what it was we were talking about that would help us for a name podcast we do not know the names so let's call in ailish um, I am going to give her a ring right now and she's going to explain it much better than we just have. And we're going to see, do you guys believe in this or not? Do you have it maybe? Mm. So let's give her a we call. We actually put it out on our um, stories on Instagram and we had quite a few replies and people saying that maybe sort of quite limited words they felt that they had it. Really? So that's really, in- I thought that was quite interesting. Let's see what she Ooh, tells yeah. us about it. Oh. Hi, it's SJ and Naomi. Hi. Hi, Hi SJ and Naomi. How are you doing? We are really good. So we're recording the podcast, as you know, and I've been trying to say the name of, is it synesthesia? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Synesthesia. So we're talking that's to Eilish. We went to the same university. Yeah. sorry. We went to the same yeah, university. We did, we did. Kent Uni represents. Represent. <laughs> now look at us, podcasters. You know, that's what we went there for. Exactly, <laughs> we, exactly. And this You're was, in their alumni. Yes, yeah, we should be. They'll have us back once this goes exactly. viral on the internet. <laughs> so you actually studied this. So tell us more about it because we're so fascinated. Of course. So synesthesia, the actual name itself, because I know you're well into your name meanings and everything. Yeah. Um, it literally means the joining or the union of the senses. So it's a neurological condition. A lot of people think it's a disorder, but it's actually more like a trait, like if you have brown hair or green okay. eyes. So um, it's a condition or a trait that means an individual experiences two or more of the senses at the same time, right. and then they become merged together. So you end up experiencing multi- multiple senses at the same time. Same time. Um, wow. And they're automatic as well. So, and they're quite involuntary. So, some people will see colours when they hear sounds. Some might taste words or see shapes when they're eating. Wow! Um, How funny! So, so they would eat. So, say you're eating um, like mashed potato, it would have a difference. You'd have a second sense where you would be seeing shapes, colours. Absolutely. Yeah. So it depends on the individual. So everyone sees different things and different senses yeah. for different stimuli but yeah a lot of people they might it might be the texture but the color that they don't like they might not mind mashed potato but the color it gives them right. is, is the wow. thing that puts them off it and is this um, something you'd be born with and then you sort of yes. slowly realize that you're experiencing something that mm. not everyone else is going exactly that Gosh. exactly that so how did I mean, it happen was, for you yeah i was 17 when i realized no, that no. i uh, that everyone else kind of didn't see that. I was really tired one day. And you know, when you go, oh, it's Monday, isn't it? To your family. And they go, yeah, it's Monday. And I just said, oh, left is yellow, isn't it? And my mum looked at me like I just was, I was talking French. She was like, what do you mean left is yellow? Yeah. And I said, left is yellow and right is red. And then she was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I Googled it and kind of fell down a rabbit hole of this whole condition. I didn't realise actually built up the whole way I processed the world. Wow. Um, 
and informed absolutely everything from what I listen to, from what I eat to what I see. Everything is, all my senses are joined together. And wow. I had to get my head around the fact that not everyone was thinking the same. That. That's I mean, so exactly. interesting. When your mum looks back, when you sort of discussed it, did she say, yeah, you've always had that and I can see it now? Did she sort of both of you have a eureka moment? Absolutely. Do you know what? It was exactly that. We kind of Gosh. were retracing my whole timeline, yeah. actually, of moments when I was younger where a lot of people thought maybe my behaviours were being difficult, but the colours for me weren't right. So certain yeah. foods, if I at playgroup, they gave it to me on coloured plates, but the food that I ate, the oh. colours that it gave me didn't match didn't the colour plate. So interesting. And it was, it was really stressful. So people just thought I was being a little bit difficult as a child, but my mum always was amazing with me oh. and um, was really patient and helped me work it out and vocalise exactly what, what was going made on. me anxious. Yeah, so we did have a eureka moment, really, when yeah. I was 17 at school. And how does this work with names then? Because I know that you follow the channel. and I do. And love baby names as well. And I wonder, is that because names, are they sort of more sensory to you? Because I feel like obviously names for me are very, there's something in it with, for me. So we're going to do a little quiz in a minute, but tell me how are names for you? I'm going to ask you, then we're going to ask you some specific names. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, no problem. So actually, the reason that I was really drawn to your channel is I felt like when you spoke about names it was really instinctive you yeah. had a real feel for them and I think I kind of identified in your passion for names so I think I've got when, it <laughs> I've see, got you've it co- you've clocked it you've had your eureka moment as well. yeah <laughs> looking back on my so, life <laughs> exactly so I mean for me the color the texture and the sensory experience I get from a name is what I focus on. So I've not had to name a child or anything, but I've had to name a fair few dogs. Um, <laughs> and so I've sort of almost, before I've even met the dog, I've had to fulfill a tick list of yeah. kind of what I want from a name. So my newest dog that we got three years ago, he's called Wilbur. And oh, lovely. I sort out the, the feeling I wanted from the name, the, the texture, all the elements. And then I had to go through almost like a Rolodex of names until something kind of something clicked into that. So what is he? Yeah. What's Wilbur then? So Wilbur's a lovely rounded name. The W almost is like rabbit ears. That's what it feels like. Oh, and okay. his name is like a kind of really gentle blue, but with gr- light grey shadows. And whenever I see his name, it's over a stream. And the texture of yeah. it, and when I say it, it's such a multi-sensory experience that actually it took a while to find his name. And then when I did, I was like, oh, okay, now I can it relax because in. it fits. Exactly but I can imagine that. that. Yeah. I can such imagine lovely, that to me because yeah. if I'm looking at a name, if I put a picture next to a name or and it was wrong, it would look really wrong to me. Like it's not random. So when I'm pairing names, like in the podcast even, some that I've written down, it's like siblings. I'm like, mm. that. this name is like... Um, a, a stone structure so it would match like a water structure yes. and then they would go together because they to me right. looks like they're sort of a place I can visualise this place when and I see the two and a lot of feedback we wow. get is that people really like that side um, of when you're naming so oh, it's really? really interesting I wonder if really quite a few people have got it and don't realise don't realise yeah so that, let's give you that some that is names. such a huge thing yeah people not realising that they've got it and it actually is informing their preferences to things their likes and yeah. dislikes but they just don't realize because it's it's quite invisible i think what i want to do we're going to give you a quiz then we're going to okay. test us but then what we'll mm. do is we'll make a little download for the website where people can go through so if people like my husband likes this but it's just not quite right it could be like the sensory so first of all tell us what do these names look like to you so we can really get an understanding okay. so what about aurelius 
So, oh, it's one of those names that kind of instantly, like, it makes my forearms warm. So, you know, when you drink a slightly too hot tea, but it's perfect when you're cold, yeah. I can feel that in my forearms. And the A and the U really? and the R starts off as a really, really bright, warm red. And it, the gradient of the name, it goes into orange in the middle with the uh -huh. R and the E and the L. And then actually it, it ends up in a, in a yellow and the name feels like I'm holding warm metal in the palms of my hands. So it's a wow. really, it's a really like fulfilling, lovely name. But <laughs> so people stress you're just like Aurelius, Aurelius. I know. <laughs> and, and then you're just totally calm. Sometimes I'll say a name to my family and I'll be like, wow, it tastes like caramel. It's amazing. And it's actually just Roy. And my mum's yeah. like, that's not, you can't use that for this or that. So Aurelius is one of those names that just is such a multi-sensory experience. Yeah. Like, it's so warm. What about you now? You've got some names. Yeah. So what about this one? So Pippin. Pip, Pippin's one that actually, it kind of, it's got such emotion to it. So if I oh. had to try and describe it, it would be the feeling of stepping stones across yeah. the stream. So each kind of every, as I go through the word it's like I can feel the impact on my legs yeah. jumping across stepping stones yeah. and it's kind of gradiented with like different greens and greys it's a really beautiful beautiful name beautiful would you say name. like it's playful because I would say that's a playful name I would I definitely I think that's a lot to do with the kind of motion like when you're jumping on stepping stones yeah, you can't, yeah I can you can't get not that. have fun I can so, get yeah, that. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So, what about, um, what about Sarah Jane? <laughs> Sarah Jane, do you know what? That's, Sarah Jane is one of those names that has a really strong taste. Um, no. And it tastes like, you know those Not sweets baking. that you would get at a tuck shop um, where it's like the fruit, fruit salad ones? Oh, right. Like yeah. yeah, I do. It's kind of like, like a chew it. Or if you were like a chew it, exactly <laughs> like a chew it. Oh, I did the and fruit salads. You mean the so 10p SJ. one from the tuck shop? Yeah. Yes, yes, that's the tuck shop. Was it <laughs> yeah, not a blackjack. <laughs> but no, but that's <laughs> funny because guess what? But this is a funny fact I've just remembered. When my mum was pregnant with me, she was addicted to jelly babies. Yes, she was. And that's quite a similar oh, taste, isn't it? Because those, those fruit salads... Taste taste almost soapy and so do jelly babies to me i don't know if soapy is the right word chalky they're kind of right. similar so she was addicted to those maybe yeah so what about the name naomi oh naomi is a, a know cheap what, that's diamond white side i'm just totally absorbing <laughs> this superpower and i'm not going to rise to that sj I, do you know what? It, Naomi is one of those names that has a really strong texture. Oh, and it's, yes. It, it's like um, really like gently tempered like mahogany. Oh, so the, it's yeah. kind of, you, I can see the knots and like the, the dark brown parts in it, but it's a lovely kind of warm mahogany colour. And I can, it, like mm. when you run your hand along a tree trunk, but it's really smooth. So Naomi's a really lovely, satisfying name, actually, oh, as well. Like I'm getting a nice, strong name from that. That's, That's a lovely cottage, description. Yeah, yeah. That is a really nice description. I think it's a bit better <laughs> than a fruit salad, chew it. Do you like your, do you like your name? I've, I've always struggled a bit with my name because um, people at school could never pronounce it. And, mm. and it, it's actually changed colour as I've grown up. Oh, it's right. changed colour. So when I, I was younger, that. it was... It was green. It was a really strong, vibrant forest green. But as I've gotten older, it's a really pa like pastel red. Um, oh. So sometimes, like people will say my name, and I'll, I'll feel a bit kind of, you know, anxious about it because I'm like, oh gosh, it's a very strange name for some people. Yeah. Um, but actually, 
it's quite calming to have it as a calming colour. So when I see it written down, it isn't a source of anxiety, which sounds a bit strange, but no, it that's doesn't. kind of the influence of the colour for it as well. But it could be why people react to certain names so strongly as well. So let's do the little quiz. And what we'll do is we'd love to um, take anyone who wants to ask a question, put your name down or two question names. We will sort of do some follow-ups. Let's do the little quiz because I'm interested to see who has, who's got it more, me or my sister. Mm. Absolutely. Okay, so I was doing a bit of research and I found that there was an audio, like an auditory mapping exercise that, you, that was developed in the 20s that actually was used by neurologists to right. try and detect or kind of simulate synesthesia. So I want you to close your eyes um, and imagine um, oh, yeah. a shape like a cloud, how uh-huh. you draw a cloud at school yeah. mm-hmm. or a sheep whatever's easiest yeah. for you to imagine and then next to that shape do a really jagged version like a punk sheep mm. so there's no circular yeah. motifs there it's all just jagged yeah. and I'm going to give you um a bit of each sense and two words per sense and I want you to tell me where those words belong to which shape they yeah. belong and yeah. in keeping with the podcast I've thrown a few names in there of course Brilliant. Um, so the word kiki and the word baluba which word belongs to which shape? Who's going to go first? So you can go now. Okay, so I'd have Kiki in the sort of the pow. Um, okay. The yeah. quite the spiky, spiky one. Mm-hmm. And Bluba in the softer cloud. Okay. And what yeah, about same. you, SJ? Yeah, same. You're the same. Okay, so, the, so some similar ones. So I've got the name Barnaby and the name Kit. Where would you put those two names? Okay, I'd go... Kit again in the stronger, the the, mm-hmm. the spiky one, and yeah, Barnaby. Barnaby in the softer Barnaby. one. In the softer yeah. one. Mm. So I'm going to change it a little bit. So what about taste? So if you imagine tasting something sweet and tasting something sour, mm. which shape would you put put those two sensations on? You go, SJ. Oh. <laughs> you go, Nay. You go. You take it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go sweet no into the fluffy one. And sour into the spiky one. Yeah, I don't... Okay. I guess I would... I would maybe, but I'm also feeling, for me, they're maybe both a bit spiky. But maybe because right. I don't okay. have a... I don't have a sweet tooth, Or so. maybe you just really want to have this condition over me. <laughs> well, I <just> want, <laughs> well, I don't see that sweet to me wouldn't go but in a, in a bubbly cloud. Um, that's, that's a good point, actually. That's something... I don't feel like that in, would so. go into that for me, but I'm... Um, some, but they're a little bit more edging towards a spiky flash. Oh, right. Okay. So, what about smell? So, what about the smell of honey and the smell of lemon? Where would you put mm-hmm. those those two? Okay. Yeah. Lemon in the spiky. L- yes. And honey in the okay. soft. Yes. So that's so basically what you've just done there is you've done what the neurologist. There's a neurologist called Richard Kreitovich, and he said that synesthesia is essentially finding the similar in the dissimilar so you've managed to find a commonality between a shape and a sense that I've given you and there's been no kind of necessary connection between the two it's all about the way that you sounded it and the way you felt it and the way you've recalled that sense yeah and it's almost like how we use synesthetic language every single day it's like a metaphor so you say oh she was a sweet lady oh I'm having a really blue day but you, the oh, lady yes. isn't actually physically sweet and the day might not be blue unless it's sunny or she's wearing a really loud shirt. She's not. It's just bright. Oh, yes. Yes. So you're merging your senses together. And actually, 
you both have sort of shown that that it's really it is possible for people to associate you know senses that are completely unrelated to one another but you can find a commonality between them um so for someone with synesthesia that happens but it's a bit it's completely random and it's kind of on a randomizer all the time Um, but the way for an individual to kind of actually test if they have synesthesia which you can do as well um it might take a little while but the longer you leave it the more kind of solid your um your results will be is if you just write the alphabet down and then the colors you associate with each letter and you leave it for a month and then you come back and you do another one and if you compare the two right and your colors are the same same. then Mm. yeah then there's a huge possibility you've actually got synesthesia this yeah, is so absolutely. interesting and I think that for parents that will probably be listening to the podcast that's a really simple exercise they could do with children for example so if you felt that children were being difficult like you were saying identifying mm. you know with food um, that's a really simple test that they could do and quite an enjoyable one I think the children would get quite behind that I mean I think that one of mm. my children would be quite into that and one of them probably wouldn't be able to do that yet or mm. just wouldn't be able to do it doesn't it have those think senses if they like if they don't like if they like um soft food and the texture and you can imagine the cloud and the spiky exactly. so then you go actually they like this soft food they might like more soft things and then you put them a bit more if they're struggling with something else it might be like they'll also enjoy bubble baths or I don't know what I mean but you, you, I know. Of, you can follow exactly what you can be that type Completely. of a person and you yeah. can follow well thank you so so much for chatting to us today we will definitely amazing. follow up so oh can I ask one more You're question so oh go on then Absolutely. do you think with your um with this condition I don't I can't say it I'm so sorry I'm really struggling <laughs> and, right. and dancing <laughs> around it yes do you <laughs> think you right. will find it harder to name a baby or a child I I think I think it would make it I think it would in the sense that my, me negotiating with someone would be really difficult because mm. my criteria would be very narrow or very specific. Yes. And then I had to fit that. So if I had to negotiate with someone, it would probably be quite difficult yes. for us to come to an agreement. It me. is anyway. Um, I, think that, I think that gives you double points. <laughs> double, double things. Double like, I, can't, I couldn't possibly use that name. No, because not with of, my condition. Because of my <laughs> exactly. extra senses. I'll use that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just that. on a higher like sensorial level. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Honestly, that was so thank interesting. You. I think that everyone will be so fascinated yeah thank oh, you you're so welcome thank you so much for asking me to come on and for listening to me ramble on about it oh really no you're brilliant it. it's <laughs> fascinating we can't wait oh. to see if we've got it all right well we'll speak Take again care. soon have a lovely thank day thank you so much bye, bye. god that was brilliant wasn't it didn't you just love doing that quiz i think we've definitely got it i think it shows how clear like when she was saying about a loud t-shirt or yes. and the plates and the colors and why people do react so much for that Definitely feel like I'm on that level. Definitely. And even when you're just having a conversation with your partner or whoever about naming your child, it is quite irritating when someone has quite a strong aversion to a name, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I'm being really irritated by a few names that I really did love. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it even adds depth to, and it's not that we're just vetoing names. We do have different emotions, yeah. not just associate- associations. associations. So yeah. it's kind of like, what colour does this bring up to you what pattern oh my goodness oh well let's get on to the dilemmas now I feel like I'm going to need to re-go through all of my answers but we do have (laughs) some really interesting in-depth dilemmas sent in from everybody um, to go through okay hi we have a dilemma we'd love help with we are about to have our first baby a girl due 
in June. Up to now, we've nicknamed her Sesame. One of our apps said that she was the size of a sesame seed once upon a time, and it has stuck. Oh, we don't gosh. want to call her that, yes, you do. but I'm wondering <laughs> if there's anything that has similar sounds. For contact, context, sorry, other names we quite like are Isabel, Elida, Louisa. Mm. Because they sound like sesame. Did you, so you were like this, you named your bump and it is people's pet peeve. And my bump, my friends were really mean and nicknamed it the eyeball. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. I absolutely hate, eyes. hate eyeballs. Yeah. Like, I'm like, when I die, they can have my entire organs. But if anyone touches my what eyeballs, eyes? I hate yeah. eyeballs. So my friends found it really funny to remind me all the time that I was growing two pairs of eyeballs <laughs> so I don't know what I would have called it we need it. to remember that one bank the eyeball jokes rest Jay but the thing is it's dangerous having a nickname for a bump because they do stick oh I know but I've not forever. heard sesame seed before I mean that is I mean when is it that size like that's really early really? on isn't it <laughs> obviously I wanted to say sperm I mean it's practically that size <laughs> yeah. isn't it like when are we at that so what did you call me well sperm <laughs> Little wriggler. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what did you come up with for that? Because it's quite a difficult name. Well, sesame. Well, there's a, there's a really obvious one, which is Cecily. Yeah, okay. So, you, yes. I think in some cultures, they even say Cicely when they say this name. So, it's C-I-C-I-L-Y. Oh. I'll just give you the chance to say you like the nickname Cece. <laughs> I do. I really like the name. Yeah. Um, and it's a really pretty name, actually. It's Aromatic White Flowered Plant. Yeah, I love it. So, it's a plant name, nature, lead, um, and it's the feminine form of Cecil. But actually, she was a saint and she was a patron saint of musicians. Oh, that's lovely. So that might mean something to them. Yes. Everyone like, I'm so into music. Yeah. It's like, are oh, you really? Do you just listen to a bit of Take That? <laughs> In the car. Like the rest of us. <laughs> um, so that's the really obvious one, is Cecily. And it's very similar to Sesame. So it she is. can be Cecily and then you can nickname her Sesame. Yes. Um, and I guess it was a really special moment to them and it must have been a little private before people yes, knew. Yes, yeah. Um, there is the island, which is Sicily as well. And actually that was given to 29 girls last year. Lovely. So coming up after like Florence yes. and all of those sort of place Interesting. names. Um, but I did think for you and I, it reminds me, Sesame, it's a little bit like our name, Sinaomi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which... You know, we need to quickly brand that. But we used to do karaoke. That's our, that our pop star name. That was our, that was our band name. <laughs> From the one time we did karaoke. Um, so if you want to steal it. So anyone can have Sinaomi from us. But yeah, I think, I think, I think, um, Cecily's really pretty. So do I. I think it's lovely. And you can just always have that nickname, Sesame. I mean, do not go with Sesame. Should we just put that out there? I think that's not a really good food name. There's others. There's better. There is better. There is better. There is better. Okay. We're looking for a sibling name for Ivy Elizabeth. Surname is, drumroll, Parrot. We're having a baby girl. My husband really likes the names Seren and Astrid. So do I. But I think there are too many R's with Parrot. He's and I'm not sure names. what the nickname would be. Hasn't he got good names? We both like Freya and the middle name yeah. Rose. So do I. But I saw on your Scotland <laughs> you like list. Do Parrot now, is that? Yeah, I'm not so keen on Parrot, but I just would drop it and what use all these other wonderful parrot names. Giving you? Wow. I'm thinking green. Um... Okay, so we saw your Scotland list that Freya is very popular now. It was, wasn't it? Mm. Also, any ideas on the nickname for Freya? Um, I, 
I'm sure on Oh, I was so sure on Ivy on my last pregnancy, but this time I'm completely stuck and indecisive. Oh, no. oh it's awful when that happens, isn't it? God, it's so much harder with the sibling. And that is something that comes through all the time when we're asked for help on harder. the Instagram. It gets harder and harder. It really does. On the old Instagram. Well, I don't know about Freya. Freya has become really popular. It's a Norse goddess name and it's just got that nice um, softness with the, with the F names. Obviously, I do like an F name. Mm. Now I'm questioning why, because it obviously looks like something to me um but I wasn't sure about Freya Parrot because no, it sounds a little no. bit like you're saying I'm gonna free a parrot yeah it does it does <laughs> like yeah Freya Parrot it just yes. it flows too well yes do you think yeah no it does it does you really have to work backwards almost with this name naming don't you it's not what you like it's almost gonna have to be just practical of what works with yeah I mean parrot. you can always make a joke when you've got a word in your name somewhere, but I don't know that Freya Parrot. Obviously, I know I was doing a pressure of a power. Do you? <laughs> I don't know I can Freya. do it. So Naomi's back, <laughs> and our first hit is going to be. <laughs> I just had to do it. I had to do it. Why? I don't know. I just got Parrot in my head. You just had to. Just had to do the bird impression. Well, actually, the surname came from um, a French name, Pierre and Peter. So it actually had a kind of a a surname as first name kind of background and it's oh. been adapted into parrot as a name so parrot the name doesn't necessarily so you can retract that because <laughs> parrot. <laughs> parrot. <laughs> actually it's tracing back to france but i did have a really li- nice name that i liked for her because i just i did get into a bit of the freeing the parrot idea is <laughs> the name linnea so I talked about this name before. It's spelled L-I-N-N-E-A. So it rhymes with Freya, but it's Linnea. Yeah, and nice. it is a Swedish name as well. It is a beautifully rare floral name. It's actually named after the Swedish botanist whose last name was Linnaeus. And it's known as the twin flower. So my friend who has Linnea is because they're twin, boy-girl twins. Oh, so lovely. she's got Linnea. Yeah. And I think it's so pretty. Really nice. It's spelled like um, L-I-N-N-E-A, Linnea. Mm. So then I think if you go Freya Parrot... Sort of sounds wordy, but if you go Linnea Parrot. Yeah, it sounds lovely. It's a little bit... Really nice. Somehow works nice. And it's not popular, is it? Because the no. thing here is that Freya is rising up the charts and my children are eight and six and I would say to you at the school gates there are a few Freyas now. Definitely. It's a name that's And it doesn't it is have used. a great nickname, whereas Linnea also... Linny. Yeah, it's quite sweet. sweet. Um, even like a Noah or something like that. So it's quite a sweet name and it's so much more unique and she seemed to be wanting unique. And I thought, imagine Ivy and Linnea because they're both botanical floral what, types of names. What you need to do is keep saying it over and over again like a parrot <laughs> and see if it sticks. <laughs> I'm thrilled with that joke. Like thrilled. So, Your face. You can like we that. just clock off now? Because I've I've peaked. Next time she does that, I'm about to do a joke face. I will just talk Give really loud. Um, the only other name I wrote down because I really liked Ivy and Linnea, and I like the botanical kind of theme with the parrot. Um, but I did also write down the name Enid. Because I just think it's a really underused name, like Enid Blyton. And I thought Ivy and Enid suddenly takes it down a real vintage kind of vibe, doesn't Mm. it? A little bit more than Ivy and Linnea. Um, It's Welsh. It means life um, and spirit. So really lovely. She was also a Celtic goddess. So I was looking at goddess names when I found Enid because Frey is a goddess Because it's Seren, the one name that her husband likes. Is that Welsh? Because that means... Yeah, that that means star. star. It does. Mm. Good link back. I know. I was just about to say that as well. (laughs) Um, But it sounds a little bit... Pretty, and then you've got some sort of um, so many names like Ella, Etta, Evie. All those E names are really popular. Yes. Enid, 
bit like Ivy is also really popular. It's a little bit of an offbeat, um, offbeat name. Yeah, I think it really is. And then don't ignore Astrid that your husband likes because I think that that is a beautiful name. So Astrid Parrot does work as well. But I think I like Linnea. Said like my <laughs> Should we move on? I've got yes, to be to, I'm not about to stop. You do glad that Naomi isn't in your daughter's <laughs> class because she'd be the one taking the piss out of the name non-stop. Good job you're not a teacher. <laughs> Nobody would take the mic because then her name. <laughs> Lanaya. <laughs> oh my goodness. <sighs> okay. So the next dilemma. My husband hates all names. I'm oh, so sorry for her. I feel so sorry for her. What a nightmare. He probably just likes someone he fancied names. Like my husband really liked the name Rachel, but it was just Rachel from Friends. From Friends. Yeah. So you're reading this one Oh, out. okay. Okay. <laughs> I hope you are both doing well. The reason I'm contacting you is because I am desperate need for some help to name my baby boy who is due in June. I've pretty much given up on trying to find names now as I'm at the end of my tether. She's We've really all been there. We've all been got there. fed up. My partner and I already have a little girl called Everly. We would love a name that would flow well and sound fun with her name. However, my partner is very fussy with names and does not like many. The two names he does like are Alistair and Robert. Yeah, no he matter likes how two. hard I try, I just cannot warm up to Alistair. Neither can I actually. I like the nickname Robbie. If I were to use Robert, but my partner doesn't have a baby doesn't want a baby boy oh. to have a nickname. No, well... He's being very oh. limited in his options. Well, she likes Ezra, Archie, Logan and August. However, you've probably guessed it, my partner has vetoed them all. Gosh. I feel like I am terrible at picking yeah. nice boys' names. I don't feel a connection with any of them the way I did with my daughter's name, if that makes sense. I hope you are able to help me and look forward to hearing from you. Oh, she is in a muddle, isn't she? This is really difficult. We just can't agree Some on a do name. find either girl names or boy names super duper hard. Yeah. And I think if he's putting two names on the table, which I mean, I wouldn't be jumping out of my seat about Alistair and Robert. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> so they're quite low down. So I was really confused because it's not really giving us much that he does like apart from those two names. And I was thinking, actually, the only thing going for it is to look at a little bit where they rank because he obviously is going away from the more trendy names that she likes. So Alistair yes. is at number 459. Robert's actually a little higher at number 115. So what I did, because I was so flummoxed, mm. I basically calculated the number between the two names on the chart. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so I thought, I'll go in middle. Yeah, reasoning. Bit more popular than an Alistair, bit less than a yeah. Robert. What is this guy's style? Because I just cannot figure yeah. him out. Um, and it's number 287. 287 on the list is the name Teddy. Oh, Bingo. Well, well that's no, what I, I guess thought, but he doesn't want a nickname. No. So Edward oh. is really nice. And I did think that Everly and Edward sound so, so cute together. So he could. There's also an equal spot at 259, which is Hamish, which yes. is um, Scottish for James. But and Alistair's kind of got that Celtic vibes. He might like Hamish, but it's very, yes. it's very of that area. So if you don't have associations, it might be strange. So... What you could do, I thought, with Robert, try him with Rupert. 
Mm. Rupert, I do think, is trendier mm. and it doesn't have the nicknames. So I knew a guy called Rupert and his nickname was, well, Jess, I said that, his nickname was Rue. Yes. But I thought he like. was super cool. Yes. Like we were at uni and I was like, oh, Rue, yeah, he's trendy. And I think Rupert, what do you think of Rupert versus Robert? Do you think they're similar? Uh, no, I, no, I much prefer Rupert. Um, the other thing I was going to say is with Edward, the compromise there could be that there are lots of abbreviations of Edward. So maybe there's one you could agree on. Ed, yeah. Eddie, Ted, Ted. I mean, there's yeah. and there's a few more, isn't there as well? I think we've covered it. It's before. not a nickname name. It is a name with nickname options. Exactly. So that might be the way to go. Is to go look between us. We've got a name that we like, but um, Rupert with Everly sounds nice as well. It yeah, sounds Everly quite, and Rupert. It sounds a bit more modern. It does. Um, it makes Everly. It's on the same level it as Everly. Is. I think they sound really good together. I think that's a really good. And then for name Alistair, for them. the other flip could be. Arthur, which yes. is really, really popular, but it is on that different vibe. So I felt exactly like you just said. So I feel like Everly and Arthur, Everly is a really rising name. Arthur's a really rising name. Yes. So you should, they are on a level with each other, but then you get Everly and Rupert. They're a little bit more almost vintage and offbeat they together. Are so the really two nice. pairings take you down different roads. But done, I hope he likes either of them. I hope he likes it. And also, I think you've done really well with Everly because he obviously does compromise because that is an up and coming name, I would say. That isn't sort of a name that he had schoolmates called. We didn't have that. Okay, another great dilemma three adoptions and a baby later. Hi, SJ and Naomi. My name is Anna. My kid's name is Josh. Is it Josie? Sorry. Jose. Jose. Oh, sorry. Oh, my goodness. And we are parents to three beautiful children. We fostered our three kids and then quickly finalised adoptions. Sweet. Oh, our daughters are twin girls who are now four years old and their names are Margot Bean Maggie or Beanie love. Do you? Yeah, Beanie, I love it. Beanie Baby. Yeah, I love Beanie Baby. Middle name Bean. And Eleanor Otter, nicknamed Nora. Our son is almost three and he is named Ellis Atlas, nickname Eli. <laughs> she's we just recently... gone crazy in the middle spot. And she's got some wild names there. She's got some, um, she's a crazy middle namer. We recently found out we are pregnant with a baby boy in September. We are really liking the middle names, Franco or Forty. And we really want to name the name to start with M. I like Miles, but my husband is not a fan. My favourite is Max, His which I like. Is Max. Oh, sorry. I like and would like a nick... Oh, but I would like as a nickname, but I don't like the idea of the kids calling him names Maxi Pad. <laughs> which I've never oh, heard as a nickname no. for Max. So somebody in her school must have been called Maxi Pad. <laughs> and it stuck God. with her. God. I've never am, heard that leap before. No, nor me. I like more traditional first names with fun middle Don't names. You. We can Don't tell. You. <laughs> Please help us find a good name for our last baby. So it's a brilliant family. Brilliant Obviously, family. Three adoptions Gorgeous. now having their own baby. But I just can't believe she's got Margot Bean... Eleanor it. Otter and Ellis Atlas. I just love it. It's so sweet. They're just so sweet. Yeah, they're really sweet. Um, I yeah. Are you? <laughs> where are you going to go? <laughs> well, I looked at the meanings. Yeah, she obviously likes a fun middle spot. So Margot means pearl. Lovely. Eleanor means shining, which is quite Aww. cute because those two are together. And then Ellis means benevolent, so kind of like kind. Nice. So really, really lovely. So I get she will have an M E E and an end the name with an M. It's quite unusual to have gone 
chosen your middle names first, but she ever thinks that's their yeah. wacky area. So she could have um, the name Maddox, which I really like love. as a name. Love it. And it means fortunate. Yeah, Which gorgeous. really lovely meaning to finish up their family, their four kids, because obviously they've got a lovely new baby on the way. Um, he was a legendary Welsh prince who in Welsh folklore sailed to the New World 300 years before Christopher Columbus. Wow. So that's where Maddox came from. It was originally Maddox. Um, but I do really like, I think Margot, Eleanor, Ellis and Maddox sounds good. But what struck me for the middle names is she's got Beanie, Otter and Atlas. So it's B O A. So I thought she could go with a middle name Boaz, which I know you're not so keen on. We talked about it before, David, but I think for linking the middle names to the, all the other children's middle names, it's got that kind of quirkiness, out there-ness, and it means strength, which again is a yeah, really nice lovely. name. So she's got her middle name of Franco or 40. I love 40. He could be Boaz 40. Yeah, brilliant. And then it's not an M, but I just thought it was quite cute to link the initials together. Um, and then the last one I came up to, which I really love, is the name Miller. Because it just felt like Margot, Eleanor, Ellis and Miller. Yeah, lovely. It uses the double L's, it uses the M's, it uses the E's, it uses the R's. <laughs> um, and it's an, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, it's an occupational name, um, of course. It's chosen by Stella McCartney. She's got a little kid called oh, Miller. Oh, lovely, yeah. And it's similar to Max. So yeah, it's really Max. nice. She liked Miles. Yes. And Miller is kind really, of in the middle. Yes, and so is Maddox, to be honest. But those are my choices. But we're huge congratulations to you. So we're yeah. going to sign off but just going to end with a drama a drama <laughs> for da, da, us da. so we're not going to come up with name options but somebody has sent us in a really tricky and again one of those where people are getting at her about her name before the baby's oh, come okay. so she just wants us to say should she stick with it okay. change it or what's our come okay. back to this so she says oh man mm, <laughs> oh man i'm having a baby girl in may she has been named since october I let my husband name her because we do not like the same kind of names and literally everyone has a problem with the name for one reason or another. Yeah. So when it comes to this, we've mm. had loads of these types of dramas. Husband's picked the names and she's not even got involved in the name and now oh. she's and now he's obviously telling people and they're getting yeah. tons of negative opinions. So oh. what would you say to the negative naysayers? Not your baby. Don't try naming it. What do you think of that? Like that. Yeah. Not to the dad, I think that's though. like a, a headline or something. <laughs> no, I just think, you know, stop telling people, stop inviting all the opinions. Secret yeah. squirrelette around. If you've decided to let him name it, good for you. Couldn't go there myself. No. Because it is just going to put you off the name. I think stick with your guns. If you like it, if you don't like it, go back to the table and think again because yeah. you will never like it. That's what we keep hearing because if you were never on board with the name, you're not going to suddenly get on board with like the name. Like we're saying now, people like, that sort of sums up the whole podcast. At the beginning we were saying you sometimes have a lightning moment for a name. Yes. The husband really likes it. You've gone with it. Other people are not going to like it for reasons that are very personal and subjective to them like we've heard about and it just means that it's not for them. It doesn't mean it's not for yes. you. So come back next week where we will be solving more of your baby name dilemmas and dramas. If you want to get involved, you can leave your opinion names for us to put to Eilish in the ratings and review section here do right. give us a rating and a review we would love that and every single Monday on YouTube you will also find new name lists from me SJ Strum for inspiration and every single day we are chatting on our Instagram baby name envy tons of polls and ways to get involved and we'll see you next Sunday for another episode bye guys bye guys
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.